You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today, I'm going to get into trouble for the topic I'm choosing to teach on. And, uh, well, it just has to be said, and uh, it may not be the most popular thing out there, but it just has to be said, and especially because Christians will need to have a well-rounded perspective or biblical perspective of these things. Okay, so I'm really um, honing in on the activities that have been occurring for the past, let's just say, one week, uh, starting with the death of uh, a certain black man. I think his name is Floyd, George Floyd. Uh, rest in peace. And uh, um, I haven't got to understand he's a Christian and all that stuff. Well, the story is that he was, um, what's the word? Yeah, he was arrested for a crime for, I think, some, was that something to do with money or a check, shall and um well you should know the story he was the police officer who um arrested him was white and knelt down on this guy's back and neck till he died or something like that the guy couldn't breathe and all that a very very tragic sad story and man that that particular thing has set america on fire right now that there's riots in several states there's burning of property looting everywhere I mean, it's just bad. Burning of buildings, police cars. There's been so many protests coming out from that one singular event because a lot of people are just tired. They are fed up with racism. And I mean, racism is a very, very bad thing. It's, it's a terrible thing. It's not something that should be condoned in any city, nation of the world. And to the best of our ability, we should be able to stand up for those who um, are weak and defenseless. We should be able to speak out against such ills when we see things that are going wrong in our society. We should not sit back. We should be able to talk and everything. Now, um, that said, I want to go or I want us to take a biblical journey into the heart of the issue because, I mean, there are many um, solutions out there people feel they have, which is okay uh, this race because it's not just racism there's i think there's sexism injustice segregation i think i'm saying the same thing really tribalism greed and all that like you actually find what they're dealing with over there in different forms for example in nigeria and africa tribalism is the one that is is terrible to me tribalism and racism are almost on the same level i mean there are people that still kill for tribalism in our country and do even other kinds of things it's just really if you look at it you will see that there's there's segregation in different forms so that one is just okay white versus black but there's men versus women you know there are people who feel they're more superior to women there are women who feel they're superior to men right there are people who have, of different tribes that feel they're superior to each other and there's just so many kinds of persecution i mean there was a time when it was the jews and until today it's still happening like rampantly it's called anti-semitism that is that hatred or persecution of Jews. Hitler, one guy, woke up one day and decided that the Jews were were not worthy of living and went on a rampage that almost like part of the world, several countries, you know, backed him up in that, including Germany's country, and they marched on to kill about six million Jews. That and that number is devastating if you think about it. Like people actually went to wipe out a whole, wanted to destroy whole ethnicity, six million Jews, and the whole world went to war 
you know, because of that. And I mean, we've seen these things over and over and over again. And many times we only see the surface of it. We just see men hating um, each other. We just see them doing things to each other. We're like, oh, why can't everyone just live in peace? Why can't everyone just walk together? Why can't we just, you know? And then we have songs on like, we are the world, we are the children, we are the ones to make a better place. So let's start giving all those things. I mean, those things are nice at face value, very, very nice. And I believe that it's very good that people make an effort towards these things. Do you get? But then, if you don't know what the root of the problem is, you will just keep on putting bandage to gunshot wounds. You will never ever get to the heart of the problem. You will think you've solved it to a point. I mean, if you think about, um, let's just say, anti-Semitism today is not as bad, but it's really, really bad. What am I saying? <laughs> it's really, really bad. We have where Israel is right now. They are surrounded. Every nation that surrounds Israel, I think there are about seven or eight, hates Israel and wants to kill them. Like, it's that bad. We still have such hatred in the world. I mean, it's, it's bad. Christians are being persecuted in many different countries in the north are being killed like you just wonder man get your act together guys what the what the what the what the heck you can't say hell what the heck is wrong with you guys why are you doing this why <laughs> you get we can just keep on thinking and say oh no everyone needs to be everyone needs to be and as i said it's it's important that people take action to the extent that they can if you are a legislator or if you're a government person who gets into the government to make better policies for people fine go do that whatever it is you can do that would be wonderful if you can protest protest you get demonstrate properly not violently because <laughs> i believe that violence is if you are demonstrating with violence you are only escalating the problem because if people are perceiving you as a certain kind of thing and they hate you for it and there's a stereotype concerning you like for example blacks a stereotype concerning that they're, 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 they're bad people they're the killers and rapists and all those things they're the thieves and then they go to demonstrate and what are they doing they're stealing they're doing the very very things that people are what we call it condemning obviously that's not going to change people's impression about you it's only going to escalate the impressions make them you know like feel more fearful towards you and hate you more so we're not talking about all that stuff right but then i would like us to go to the heart of the problem what is the heart of the problem um first of all i'd like just like to say that the bible tells us clearly that the world lies in the wicked one the world actually lies in wickedness or in the wicked one that's talking about the devil right i found that scripture somewhere well okay let me see if i can find it again so the world lies in wickedness you get and that just tells us that um okay that's john first john chapter 5 verse 16 uh sorry verse 19 and we know that, that we are of god and the whole world lies in wickedness or so or someone will say the evil one or whatever so first of all we can establish the fact that there is wickedness on the earth in fact there is this guy we call the devil bible tells us in revelation that that your adversary the devil you know um is common to man or he says woe to man that <laughs> that the devil is common to you with great wrath right and knowing he has but a short time so where is that thing revelation chapter um where is this guy where is this guy revelation chapter 12 he says Therefore rejoice, 12 12, therefore rejoice, O you heavens, that dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea, for the devil is come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. So, first of all, we have to start with the fact that there's a devil out there. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, right? Uh-huh. 
wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality and power. So that's Ephesians 6 verse 12, against principality, against power, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we are clearly seeing that when we are looking at human beings, human beings are under an influence. I think I've said it, I've taught it in previous teachings that no one is devoid of influence. You must be under an influence. There's an influence. Something will always influence your life. And there's no vacuum. Is it that God will influence your life or the devil will influence your life? There's no vacuum. And the moment God is not the influence, the devil is the influence. And, and we're going to see how he does that. Right? So there's a very, very big problem out there. And we have to realize that there's a Satan that just hates man. That hates man. And what does Satan do? Satan just gets man to play man against man. You know, just gets man to play against himself, to kill other men and all that to do. So you, he kinds of incenses us against each other. But there's an enemy called the devil. He hates us because we bear the image of God or we have the potential to bear the image of God. Something that he always wanted, he could never have. So he hates man for it. And so when you realize that particular thing, you realize that a lot of the violence, fighting, I hate this person, I hate that person, racism and all those things is an expression of the hatred of the devil for mankind. Generally, the devil hates. He can't stand man. He can't. See, if not for the Lord, every one of us would be dead. The devil can't stand us. And people don't get this stuff. The devil can't stand us. We would be dead by now. That's the devil. He hates us so much. Even all these people that say, I'm promising you power, I'll give you power for all this one. No, 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 no. He can never give you anything that's good. That's the truth. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there's no variableness or shadow of turning. And so that's the Lord Jesus. But no, the Bible says that God's blessings make rich and added no sorrow. Satan will never ever do that. Whatever he gives you, he will take from you. That is the devil. He hates mankind. He will use ancestral curses, murder, religion, whatever tool he can use, ideologies, whatever thing he can use to get to man he will do it and he has right we see when jesus came i mean what did he do when christ was born and he through herod killed children from the age of two downwards wiped them out in that area because that's just he is his nature bible says Jonathan, the thief comes to war to steal to kill to destroy so when you see stealing killing destroy you're looking at satan's activity in the heart of man you have to realize that the heart of man is like a throne and the the that throne has room for only one one king and so if god or jesus is not the king of your heart then someone else is on that throne and that from that throne they are able to stir your heart to do their bidding stir your heart to do their bidding and this is one thing we don't understand so you so what already you can see that the the whole that movement on their own can never ever establish that peace that we're looking for. Movement. Oh, we say, okay, let's go against racism and we have a whole movement of people anti-racism. We have, for example, women's equality. We have feminists. We have all these people. And they may make some progress to a point which is that they create awareness. And I mean, people will consider and say, ah, no, this is wrong. This is wrong. Okay. I didn't realize that by doing this, I was so bigoted. I was so um, sexist or whatever. And so I, I'll stop doing that. You get, there's that part. But the truth is that man's heart <laughs> is different. You cannot just say, um, 
that you can you it, it is arrogance to think you can solve the problem of the human heart the problem that no one could solve only christ came and solved then you think that you can just come and solve that problem of the human heart it is not possible it's impossible you cannot solve the problem of the human heart it's only god that could solve the problem of the human heart because this is a heart issue it's a spirit issue now i want you to notice because some people give us this impression okay one day the world will be a better place there will be no poverty there will be no sickness there will be nothing there will be no racism there will be no tribalism there will be no gender inequality and all those things and it's almost like they are talking about heaven honestly because if you think about it it's only heaven that you're going to see that kind of thing you will never see it on the earth and i can tell you you will never the world will never get to a place where everybody's okay in fact the only way the world will ever get there is if everybody is forced to comply and i mean forced like but the truth is that even even the people who are supposed to be in charge are corrupt because everybody's heart is gone so you actually can't trust anybody to enforce that if you look at the different kinds of movements for example marxism right marxism or communism or all these uh, things those ones for example they were supposed to be in quotes they thought they were the solution to what we call capitalism which is basically that um, everybody has the right to life and property and uh you know everybody can make a fortune for himself if you work hard and everything you know you can actually make it life for yourself and of course one thing that that brings you see that there's a gap between the rich and the poor there are those who have the advantage and those who don't there are these big companies after a while that emerge you know and i mean in something like capitalism you can just be rich because you're born into a family that was wealthy so you don't have an there's no equal footing on that place and so people have sought to in quote solve that by what introducing things like socialism marxism communism and or sorry yes marxism and communism actually evolved together and so they've they've sought to do those kind of things so something like communism was the idea they go they kill all that they, they destroy the whole capitalist system they destroy government hijack government take over government and then they say that they will now redistribute the wealth equally but it never works there are countries like venezuela and all those countries that are you know communist even north korea and so on this country it doesn't work that is you just find that man keeps on looking for a solution you get this idea of government man man there's nothing like the perfect government there's nothing like see the truth is <laughs> man can never ever solve the problem of man it's not possible we try to use government we look at the democracy what we call democracy what we call democracy is a mockery it's a very very big mockery think about it democracy oh how democratic is it that all the elections are rigged <laughs> yes all the elections are rigged you get people that go in there what do they do what does um, the point is that look you, there's nothing perfect man cannot solve his own problem man is in a deep mess that he cannot solve jesus actually said some things you know with wisdom look at john 16:33. these things are spoken to you that in me you have my have peace in the world you shall have tribulation but be of good you have overcome the world so he's telling all believers look you will have tribulation so just by this alone you are realizing the world can never have peace because jesus already drew the distinction that there's all actually going to be tribulation against the church why because the world no matter how much they are they're diverse in their opinions and everything they are united against the church that's the truth the world is united against the church so by that alone it is deception for the world to think that they can achieve world peace when they already hate the church that's the truth i mean people say we don't hate the church but really i, I should i go into that the church jesus said it jesus clearly, clearly said that they will that if they hated me they will hate you yes so i'm not saying that people already just hate you and everything but maybe people hate what you stand for think about it okay in the u.s for example they just sued there's this baker who decided he's not going to bake a um a gay wedding cake 
he told a couple that was like 2012 i'll bake any cake you want me to bake but anything because it was a gay wedding he said i'm not gonna bake that i'm not gonna put you know this man loves this man i'm not gonna do that that's what he said and that caught him so much flack to the point that he was sued and that thing dragged in court for like seven years or so i think he barely made it out winning then the next thing we hear guess what another set of people who really know they know that this guy this is his stance because the guy went like national in fact global everyone knew this is what this guy stands for and that couple came and this one they wanted a gender transition cake that is i'm moving from man to woman and so we want to make a cake knowing that he will not do it to look for the risk or or how i put it to look for a a chance to sue him and now he's being sued again that's what we call persecution against the church and so that the truth is that, that that's always going to be there it's always going to be there so as far as that is there's there's nothing no such thing as world peace and all that is not possible because the church will always be even after they've let's just say they've solved all their issues racism and all those things are solved guess what there will always be one enemy of the world and that is the church is the truth <laughs> if the world hated me they will hate you that's what the bible said uh-huh. so <laughs> all these other ones i just warm up because when uh, i don't want to say some things but when it is time to come after the church properly you're gonna see some things it's not it's not <laughs> we see it everywhere even during this lockdown pandemic we've seen it right we've seen it all over the place if you Bible says that if you choose to live, live godly you will suffer persecution and that godliness is not about just being moral of course just being moral you will um, suffer persecution but we're talking about living the christian life you will suffer persecution for your faith yes that's second timothy chapter 3 verse 12 yeah and all that will live godly in christ jesus shall what suffer persecution you shall be persecuted all right okay so um look at another thing that jesus said he said um matthew 26 verse 11 for you have the poor always with you but you will not have me always so the backlog of this story is when jesus um i think it was mary came and anointed that is she took a perfume of one year salary and i mean anointed jesus's feet and they poured on jesus and she used her head to wipe and everything and judas was just charging in one corner and saying ah, ah how can how can how can in my god how can how can they give this kind of accolades to a man of god you know that kind of thing it was it was really pissed off like no man no come on man <laughs> but jesus said look the poor you always have with you and i mean that's just a very very like startling um statement the poor you always have with you now wow the poor jesus is saying that look as long as time is still the clock is still ticking that the poor will always be there so this alone defeats well you know when the whole world says you know what let's let's uh let's <laughs> let's take care of poverty let us all you know we're we are going to alleviate it. and that's just it's actually arrogance and i've seen sorry but i've seen pastors who have been this arrogant to say they are they, are, they i saw one trying to twist the scriptures to make it mean something else and saying that no that's not what jesus was saying but it's clear if you look at the koro koro eyes he says the poor will always be with you so it means that by the world system which is not perfect because of the heart of man there were always the poor people now it's true that that 90 percent or 95 percent of the world's money is only in the hands of five percent of the world or one percent self 95 percent of the world's money is only in the hands of a few so why don't every, why why can't everybody have have that money well because as i said because of the heart of man the heart of man is the real problem it's the problem that's why we can't is is foolishness i'm not saying it's, it's bad to speak out as i said earlier 
to speak out and and to seek a better life and to raise awareness about some certain things yes of course but the truth is that that is only like a bandage on a gunshot wound it can never ever solve the issue it can't these things will be there that's the truth so we can do what we can but there's there's some better ways to go about these things right or the, let me say that in the priority of a christian there are there are ways that you know he can go about you know tackling these issues that will actually give glory to god and will be very 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 scriptural so i wrote here that the, pro- the heart of the problem is the problem of the human heart that is actually where the issue is <laughs> man's heart is the problem and inherently man's problem is first of all that he thinks that he is good without god so we know that the Bible tells us that we're alienated from God. Man is separate from God. Man through Adam has rebelled against God and ever since, because if you say, okay, it's only Adam, the world has, or man generally has been rebelling against God since back then. Romans chapter 1 tells us that man has the knowledge of God but refuses to retain that knowledge. Man has always known there's a God because God has through nature and through other things told us that there is a God that I am there. But men have rejected that offer of God. They've rejected God. And so because they rejected God, they no longer they, they, they no longer have access. They, they never actually did. God offered it to them, but they don't have access to the nature of God. So they are trying to live a a life or a how I put it, a utopian life in a world that they have made imperfect. They are trying to live the perfect life in an imperfect world. It's not gonna work. They're trying to live God is like God the Creator designed us to live with Him at the center of our hearts. He designed us to live with His nature, to function well. It's like it's like um, it's like maybe a phone or something that that was designed by the manufacturer to run on a certain battery, and you now say no, I will hack it. So you now try to look for one other battery and one nonsense, but you put in there. I mean, it may work. It may look like it's working, but it would never work the way it should. It will never work optimally because the manufacturer says, no, I made this battery specifically for this. I put this and this and this and this and this and this in to make sure it works well. In this case scenario, it's the life of God for us. But you see, man likes to do his own thing. Man likes to go his own way. And that's actually the rebellion of Adam, which is to go his own way, to do your own thing, to declare independence of God. That is actually the sin of man. That is the transgression of man. You get ahead. Uh, declares on independence now i want us to look at some texts of scripture that tell us you know man's true state as that's the four verse six but we are all as an unclean thing and all our righteousness are as filthy rags and we do fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us so here is telling us that we are unclean that our righteousness are filthy rags so man has a righteousness issue which is that his nature is already destroyed and corrupted. Like he's no, he's alienated from God. He has a sin nature and he's he's ridden with death, spiritual death. But man thinks he's okay. The average man thinks he's fine. They think they're okay. And so man thinks he's righteous. So this is our man. The man thinks like this. Okay, you know what? I, I, I won't kill anybody. I won't rape anybody. I won't steal anybody's stuff. I won't do anything bad. I won't cheat. I won't lie. I won't do all those things. Right? And because I don't do those things, I'm fine. But nah, this thing this thing goes all the way. It goes beyond just your, your actions. It goes down to the heart, to the motives, to the deepest things. It goes down to all those things. So here you are seeing that he says our righteousness is as filthy right. That means your best performance as a human being, your best good works, the one you 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 give all your money to charity and everything. He says it is actually what? <laughs> says filthy rags. Right? If you look at 1 Corinthians 13. Paul makes some very, very startling statements. 
he says and um let me, let's see okay verse 3 first Corinthians 13 verse 3 and though i give all my goods to feed the poor and though i have my i give my body to be burned and have not love it profits me nothing are you seeing this so it just means you can actually do all these good things and this is man trying to do good things to cover up for his inadequacy you can do all these good things and still be dead you can do all these good things and still be nothing your righteousness is as filthy rags to god because it says and have not love so it tells us here that love actually if you realize the love is only from god Bible says god is love so any other definition of love does not stand the true definition of, of, of love is of god because the opposite of selfishness is actually love if you think about it anything that any evil in this life comes from self hatred violence all those things come from self-centeredness it comes from a you first mentality it doesn't come from love so here we are seeing that even in man's best attempts to be good to be selfless is still selfish compared to the love of god the love of god is the ultimate you know embodiment of selflessness so whatever you do it's not good enough and that's the truth it's not good enough because your nature is sinful see what the bible says um Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 it says the heart is deceitful above all things heart of man is has with his nature his spirit is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it I see that man's heart is what desperately wicked so it means that look when you see a person out there who is saying stuff like uh he's just saying some you know nonsense like uh <laughs> what what was I what was I which which was it? Yeah, he's, he's trying to, you know, act like he's good, like he's awesome. No, 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 no. He's the wicked. Like, man is wicked, naturally wicked, desperately wicked. Like, okay, so when we now, now, if you understand this, that means what we call education. Education is for us to educate ourselves out of our nature. We're trying to, when you see people we're saying, oh, don't kill, it's, not, it's bad to kill, it's bad to do all this, it's bad to do that. Man is just trying to educate himself out of who he is. Because let me tell you the truth. If you want to know who man really is, you see that man, that mass murderer, that's really who man is. You see that rapist, that's who man is. You see that adulterer, that's who man is. You see that, that liar, that crunk liar, that is actually who man is at his best. That is man living up to his own nature. That is who man is. Naturally, man is bad. Man is a bad person. Men are bad. Men are evil. That's the truth. They are evil. <laughs> yes, they are evil. Bible tells us, Jesus tells us in John chapter 3 that men loved, you know, they rejected light because they loved, their ways were evil. Tells us that. Uh, John chapter 3 verse 18, he that believes on him, that's Christ, is not condemned, but he that believes not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the Son of God. And this is the condition that light is coming to the world and men what loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. So, they loved darkness, their deeds were evil, but they were also evil. Are you seeing that? Aha. They were also evil. They are evil. Man is inherently evil. So, so when we today what we see, you see a lot of people trying to like dodge that main issue of being evil. Because the truth is, let me even say this: it is from that same evil heart that racism and violence and segregation and sexism and all those things flow out of. It's that same evil heart that things like lesbianism, um, being gay, um, sodomy, um, what's that one? There's pedophilia you know transgenderism and all. that is where that, those evils flow from to so it's the same place so what this this is the hypocrisy of man because man does not want to admit the fact that there's a moral standard he doesn't want to admit the fact that there's actually a god you get a god who made the world who made them and who has a standard 
they don't want to admit that there's a moral standard. So to them, they now decide what is moral. And if man is going to decide what is moral, then that's really, that's really stupid because, I mean, someone like that police officer goes and kneels on someone's neck and kills him on the street like that and everyone is enraged, everyone is mad. You understand? That's bad. But you know, sin is sin. That guy committed murder. But you know that sin is sin. So someone else decides, you know, I'm going to go fornicate with another woman or fornicate normally, you know, because, for example, in the, in the world today, you see that sex or sex outside marriage is now normal, is everywhere, nudity is normal, all these things are normal. But those things are equally sin. But now, you now elevate one sin above the other. You just say murder. Oh, bad. And not just murder, because but murder against a black man is bad and stuff like that. You elevate that above other sins. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Oh, um, this particular one against women is bad. But there are other things you're doing. Like, Because the truth is that the way the law works is that either you keep all or you keep none. So when you're in that place and you're trying to you're, you're trying to hold people to a standard, it's hypocrisy. You're saying, oh, this is bad. But these other ones, lesbianism, not bad. Um, sexual immorality, not bad. Um, these other ones, not bad. And then you elevate one to a, a pedestal. It's, it's wrong because you don't want to acknowledge a God. So you become your own God. You're the one that is writing the code of morality. So if the code of morality, you are the one writing it, then what is inherently wrong if someone picks a gun and shoots you and says, because I think that's right. That's what I think is right. So he picks a gun and, and, and blasts your face. Say, yeah, I think that, you know, and, and shoots you. I mean, that is to him. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. So you should find no issue with that. But you see, that's the problem. Man doesn't want to acknowledge his main problem. His main problem is that he's separated from God, alienated from God. That's man's main issue. That's man's main problem. But we are going for other things. They are going for other things. No, 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 no. That can't be the issue. That can't be the issue. No, no, no. It's because you are racist. No, you are sexist. No, you are bigoted. No, no, no. Equality. Now, don't get me wrong. As I said these are some real problems that people have, you know, like Martin Luther marched to to make sure that this thing have someone like Gandhi marched for freedom and all those things. And those were very, very good things. But you see, today is a double standard. It's a double standard because if you want to address the issue, you must address it to the root of the issue, which is the heart of man. You must address the heart of man. If you don't address the heart, that because that heart of man that is separated from God, Satan is on the throne. So evil is on the throne. Man is naturally evil. So all those things, all the isms you are seeing are just expressions of man's evil. And there are things that are not isms today because man has said, no, this one we accept it because those things are pleasurable. Sex outside marriage is pleasurable. Sex with no commitment is pleasurable. You don't have to think of babies or think of anything. It's, it's pleasurable. It's easy. It's convenient. Abortions are easy. They're convenient. Just do all those things. Forget the rest. It's easy. It's convenient. So, so you now see how man, what, what man is doing. What looks easy, convenient, and pleasurable for man, and even if it's a sin, he says, no, it's not a sin. But the one that looks inconvenient because you kill somebody, ah, I miss the person. You kill my husband, he's a breadwinner, and all, you know, like, because, like, it's just crazy. Okay, imagine a woman now, you kill her husband. You kill her husband. Now, he, the breadwinner is no, you, you can't see him and everything, but for many people, it's okay to also fornicate with the same man. Like, he's married, but I'll fornicate with the same man and everything, and his wife will not know, and all that, it's not bad, and all that, beside chick, and, and that one is not bad at all to them. It's not bad at all. But this other one, murdering the man is bad, but not, but traumatizing his wife and children and family is not bad. And you just have this double standard all over the place. It's all over. The, we can we can trace it in every aspect of society. A double standard, and it is born out of the fact that man does not want God. Man rejects God. 
naturally. Man rejects God. So there's no way. Look at what Romans um, uh, 3 verse 9 says. Uh, Okay, what then? Are we better than they? No, in no wise. For we have both proved Jews and Gentiles that they are all under what? Sin. So man is, every man is under sin. That's both Jews and Gentiles. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Are you seeing that? Nobody is righteous. Nobody is born righteous. Everybody is born a sinner with the same problem. There is none that understands. There is none that seeks after God. Are you seeing that? There is none that seeks after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are together, become unprofitable. There is none that does good. No, not one. Are you seeing that? There's none that does good. So, no matter what you have said is good, you've done good in your life. I mean, is it good to do good? Yes. But as an unbeliever, God is telling us that there's nothing that anyone has done that is actually that, 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 that qualifies. You know, like there's nothing that you've done that actually qualifies. There's nothing that comes because if you want to know God's standard, God's standard is righteousness or, or God's standard of righteousness is perfection. Is perfection. That is perfect, 100%. Anything you know, below that is not is not God's standard. And that's what people don't realize. So we're trying to compare ourselves. Okay, no, 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 no. I don't lie, I don't steal, I don't cheat. Once in a while, I just maybe steal my, okay, I just steal my boss's money so I'm better than this other person who is a skanky who came me. All I do is I just, it's just one married man I'm sleeping with and everything or one married woman I'm sleeping with. But this one is a prostitute standing on the alley like that. She's standing and gets into different cars. She has STDs, so she's worse. And this is just the kind of life we have, society that we have. You get like we now have seen in different grades and different things so the one that looks less obvious less whatever we feel those ones are okay and then the ones that look like oh that one is a bank robber he's bad but me i'm good all i'm trying to do is feed my family you know these are just a few of the kind of mindsets that we have out there lots of people trying to justify their evil works right with <laughs> with these things so look how he says he says he says they are all gone out of the way they are together become unprofitable there is none that does good no not one their throat is an open tube with their tongues they have used the seat the poison of asses under their lips whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness their feet are swift to shed blood destruction and misery are in their ways and the way of peace they have not known there is no fear of god in their eyes so are you seeing that so you're realizing that man is <laughs> like man is in trouble man here is on crutches like he's 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 refusing to address the issue. Man is actually sick and he's refusing to take the medicine, but he wants to find his own way because that's what man has done, right? Aha. That's what man has done. And I said it before, education is actually trying to tell you, no, 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 you're a good person. You're a good person. So, you know what? Um, do good. You know, don't steal, don't kill. Be honest and all. And I'm not saying the man who is not born again cannot do these things. He can, but it is not natural to him. He is taught to do it. And that's why he will always struggle because it is not his nature. Are you seeing that? It's not his nature. John 8, 44, you have your father, the devil, and the desires of your father will you do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. Are you seeing that? So it means that that, 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 that Satan is actually, like remember we said that he has the throne in men's hearts. So when Satan is, is the father of men, which is the father, which is the fact that they are not in God, they are not in Christ, so obviously he is the one that has their hearts. And he's their father. I said, the desires of your father will you do? Murder, rape, kills, killing, stealing, all those things, violence, is the nature of man without God. It's the nature of man without God. And so if we are going to find a solution, it is beyond protesting 
and I have no issue with protesting. I have no issue with demonstrating. But it is beyond that. It cannot be that. You cannot use that as a solution. That cannot be a lasting solution. Why? Because it's hypocrisy. If you think, because even I was saying something to someone, I said, look, even now, there are many people that can be very racist, but they will come out on their social media and say, oh, we're with you. We support you, blacks. We, we, we say no to racism right now. We say no to it. It's bad. It's bad. Because, <laughs> because that's what they're expected to say. Their companies will come out and condemn it. <laughs> yes, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But many of these companies, trust me, if it was back in the day and they were still, still talking about slavery, they would have been the first people to ship blacks on ships because it's money. Because you also realize as we you know proceed, probably not today because time is fast spent, you realize that, look, when it comes to, you know, man and money, like they would do anything for money. Today they do it. You're talking about racism here. There are people who, many of these big companies, you wear their shoes and all that. Go to China, you see, they're using sweatshops. If you see the condition of the children that are doing, making those shoes that you wear and love so much, or whatever, those clothes you wear and love so much. If you see on their working conditions, it's crazy. Some of them are being forced, beaten and everything. They, they, that is, they're not even giving money or anything or compensated for the work they're doing. That one is another form of hypocrisy. Like, it's all around us. That's just the truth. Sometimes we just focus on one thing and just push and say, oh, this one thing, this one thing is bad. This one thing is bad. You understand? How we just push and focus on one, you know, one major thing. This one thing is terrible. We condemn it. But if you think about it, the issue is deeper than that one thing. It's deeper than racism. It's deeper than any of those things. There's a much deeper issue lying at work. And that's that Satan is in men's hearts. And till we realize that, we realize that this is the issue <laughs> we're not going to um how will i put it we're not going to get to the heart of it so that basically is this is just like about one i'll probably continue tomorrow because we have to see it through and say okay what can be done what's the solution what's how do we go about it <laughs> how about let's get to the heart of the problem remember again that the problem of the human heart is or the problem or the heart of the problem is the problem of the human heart okay all right so with that i will bow out now um i hope you've learned some things from this and it gets you thinking gets you stirred up uh, to approach these things and you know in a different way and even to mature in the way you comment because some people some christians they comment without wisdom you just comment and talk and talk and talk and talk no don't just be emotional think about this with scriptures think it through and say okay then what's the best way to go about these things okay all right guys that's it for today don't forget every single day we are praying by 6 a.m and 6 p.m on mixer m-i-x-r-r get the app on the play store or the app store and look for young ecclesian nation search for young ecclesian nation follow us and tune in by 6 a.m and 6 p.m every single day nigerian time to partake of the prayers all right guys god bless you have a wonderful day bye bye if this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question you can head over to my instagram that's pst.sn pst.essien See you there.